I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a Wednesday morning of the break room. Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5 WCMF. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, buddy. What's going on, female buddy? Doing good, buddy. 23 degrees right now, Chile. A little brisk. But it's going to be one of those wild temperature swings. We're going to get up into the low 40s today. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow... Low 50s. And the sun. Yep. And Friday, mid 50s. Come on. But even tomorrow is going to be one of those crappy, like, mid 20s, early in the morning. You'll be waking up to frost. Yep. And then high 50s. (laughs) How do you say it? Frost. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about something that should be celebrated at a school in our area. Oh. So, uh, Kimmy, you found this story last night. It was on 10 NBC. Byron Bergen Elementary School, out that way, mm. are doing a special project which, uh, with what looks like they're third graders. Well, they did, but they're little precious things doing. They are teaching the kids about composting. Oh, okay. So they got the uh, kids starting a compost project. And it looks, Kimmy, uh, based on the story, that they've done a whole unit. Yeah. Based on composting. Mm-hmm. They got pictures of the kids separating their garbage at lunch into mm. compostable things. Right. Uh, they have pictures of teachers going through lessons, what happens when the stuff gets composted, how it helps, da da da, da. Okay. They have pictures of proud third graders in like green vests standing over the hard work they did. Oh, fantastic. And this is great. This is mm-hmm. great. The kids are adorable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But Kimmy. Yeah. You said this is all well and good until something shows up with these kids. Because like these types of school projects will spill over into home because the you know kids learn how to mm. do it at school and then they're like, well, I can do this at home too. Um, and I remember as a kid, this was it was similar with like the recycling unit we did when yep. I was like young. Yep. And I probably, looking back on it, drove my parents absolutely nuts making sure they were putting the garbage in the right containers. You know what I mean? No, you're 100% right. Like it's one of those school projects that's not going to leave your kid. Every, they're not going to leave it at school. Every generation yeah. has a school project mm-hmm. that becomes mm-hmm. your home project. Because <clears throat> you bring up the recycling, Kimmy, like we were coming of age in elementary school when the blue bins were just yeah. starting oh, to show okay. up. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you had to look at the numbers on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A little triangle underneath yeah. it. And, yeah, it became like... I remember in like second and third grade, like we did massive amounts of like science recycling stuff. And I was that same little dick yeah. at home making sure that my parents were recycling the stuff. And you were the garbage up. cop. Oh, yes, essentially, yeah. yeah. For my little one now, it was fire safety. Okay, uh, that's yep, a good. That's always yeah. a big one. All right, well, Tommy, they told her at school that families should write out their fire escape plans. Yeah, you're supposed to have a spot where you're all going to meet. Yep, you got, at, you, outside. Right? You got that. You got to have that, and uh, you're supposed to have fire drills at home. Mm. 
So we had to do that. <laughs> we had to do a fire drill at home multiple times. <laughs> so uh, do, are they spontaneous or are they planned? Uh, or somebody well, run in the room and go fire and everybody runs out of the house? Ours was planned, but it was like the silliest thing ever. She must have been in like second, my youngest, second, mm. third grade. And like when her teachers tell you this is what you have to do, mm. like that's that's Bible to her. It's the law. Yeah, exactly. She's not going to make it up. Yeah. So <laughs> we were going to have multiple fire drills and we're all, we all had to go sit in our separate rooms and then my wife would be like, okay, it's a fire. And the kids would slowly make their way out of their room, you know, Quick but not yeah. fast. Yeah. We would all walk out of the house and meet by the mailbox. And I don't know what it looked like to our neighbors <laughs> as yeah. we all as a family walked in the mailbox. It has to look weird, man. Like, what's going on? Because I, I know, like, <clears throat> so I had one niece who was, like, a really good student. Okay. And she was, like, your, your youngest. Like, just, like, oh, you had to tell her to stop doing homework. And when she came home with these projects, it was the law. Yeah. And they got into this thing about coffee grinds. How you're supposed to save all your coffee grinds. And you're supposed to kind of compost it and work it back into the, the soil, okay. right? So my brother was getting pissed off because they had all these cans and cans of old coffee yeah. grinds. And it started to smell. And it started to, like, get like a, you know, it gets like a mildew on it and stuff. And it's dead of winter, right? So he was just tossing the stuff out. And just telling her, yeah, 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 I worked it into the soil. I did it into the soil. And he just kept tossing out. He goes, he goes Jesus Christ, man. He goes, I've got to have like six months of old. They drink a lot of coffee mm-hmm. sitting in our my garage, and it stinks. Like because I didn't know coffee stunk. Did she ever find out? No. Okay. Well, probably later on he probably told her, but like yeah. she thought like, oh, this is great. Like because the kid ends up it ends up being your project, right. and right. that's what makes things complicated, yeah. right? Because when it comes to the composting with these kids in Byron Burgeon, when it comes to the recycling, Kimmy, we had when it comes to the fire safety, right? On one hand. It's always good stuff the kids bring home. Like composting is probably better than what everyone else is doing sure. at home. You should recycle. You should have a fire escape mm. plan. You should have some rotting food somewhere in your house for the earth. But at the same time, mm. hey kid, I got a lot of stuff going on right yes. now. And I didn't have separate composting garbage or meat outside by the, by the mailbox away for the fire department on my list of things to do today. <laughs> but the problem is you can't look at your kid and be like, this is stupid. We're not going to do it. Yeah. Because you're going to fake it. You, yeah, you're going to break their little hearts. And right. God forbid, your kid goes back to the teacher and says, my dad's just composting right. stupid. <laughs> We've been burning styrofoam in the backyard. <laughs> like, it's, it's a probably, hostage situation. Yeah. You are forced to go along with what your kid is learning. And it's probably pretty rare that your kid comes home and actually wants to apply something that they learned you know, to mm-hmm. their everyday life. So when they do, you're you're happy about it, but to your point, now it's an inconvenience for everybody. You know why kids are always so excited about stuff like this? Mm. You can chalk it up with some kids to wanting to be prepared. Yeah. You can chalk it up to some kids of just being bright and, you know, wanting to learn all they can. Yeah. But I think for the majority of kids there's a smug element to it. Oh, the power dynamic? Yes. I know more than my parents. Exactly. Because like with the stuff like composting you don't know anything about composting. No. Kimmy, you don't know anything about nope. composting. I don't know anything about composting. My wife does it, but whatever. Like, if yeah. my daughter came home with composting stuff, she would know more than us about it. The recycling, Kimmy, we knew more than our yeah, parents yeah. about it, right? So, like, I'm in third grade, and this is the first time in my life where I can definitely look at my mom and dad and go, I know more than you. And you can tell them off. Exactly. You're doing bad. Yes, and you're doing yeah. it wrong. I can scold you. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. And I think that's what makes it so frustrating because you have to sit there and allow also your- learn. Yeah. And, but not only learn, Kimmy, allow your six, seven, eight-year-old kid to go, wrong, doing it wrong. No, this is how you do it. And you have to go, okay, honey, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you can't say it doesn't matter. There's nothing worse than being talked down to by a six, seven, or yeah. eight-year-old. And they're right, to your point. Oh. And you can't, what can you say, right? You can't You can't even like go, well, we can start tomorrow. Yeah. If it's not my kid. Don't you care about my future, And that's Dad? just it. That's the other thing, too, right? Like with the compost, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It probably helps. I don't know. I'm not, it does help. Maybe. But I can't definitely look at my daughter and be like, no, because that's like one of those things, too. Like your kid will remember when they're 40. Yes. That time oh, yeah, at six. where you, with you. Yeah, yeah, right. So like eventually when like everybody is composting 30 years from now <laughs> and you're all sitting around and Chris, remember the time dad was a dick and told me that my future didn't matter and composting sucked? I, I like, you know, I got that niece that's like a big hippie. Yeah. Like, and you don't realize it's like, and they do all that stuff, right? And it, and like anytime she posts this, I go... God damn, that looks miserable. Like, that just like, there's a reason why we don't do stuff like this anymore. There's a reason why I don't need bees in my backyard or a donkey. Like, I mean, it's too much. Wait, 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 wait. She's got all this stuff. Then they compost, they're hippies, they make soap. You're out on the donkey? I thought you wanted a donkey. I thought you wanted a donkey. I like donkeys on on the internet. (laughs) I don't want a donkey in my house. Out of context, that's a weird (laughs) statement. But they're just—it's all just a lot of grimy work. No, but like, yeah. but I guess if somebody's passionate and they want to do it, I don't care. But like, she's no. doing the stuff she's supposed to oh, do. It's, all yeah. of it, all well, of minus it. the donkey. I don't know how the donkey yeah. helps. And but, the kids are all into it. Like, their their two daughters are just like they have like they have T-shirts that I don't understand that they wear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know this is like so you're, some point you're making here, but I, I don't know who that chick is. But I guess she's like, yeah. I'm so ignorant. I don't know what the point the T-shirt is yeah. making. I'm telling you, man. I'm guessing this is like uh, composting Karen over here. I don't know who she is. No, but to your point about the work that goes into this stuff, like the composting I have personal experience with because one of my wife's friends said she should do it and she's got the garden, so that's become a thing in our house, right? Like you brought up the smell of the rotting food. Yes. She had to. I, I, she went out and bought something to put outside because I just couldn't stand it anymore. And it gets bugs, and and mm-hmm. it's going to attract everything that's going to help it compost. Yes, and she goes on these waves of like I'm composting everything. I forget mm-hmm. about it for a while, right? So like you're right. The pain in the ass when I'm like finishing up with dinner. Like mm-hmm. this goes here, this goes here, that's this fun. goes here. Just, I always uh, like picking apart my half-eaten food and putting it into the rot bin. But if she's standing there, I have to do it. But and it's I like also... you're living in London in the 1800s. I also get scared because there are times where I'm just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long day. I'm just chucking this in here. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll throw it in the garbage and then I'll get scared that she'll like open the garbage <laughs> and see it. So then I have to like cover the garbage with other garbage that is actually Yes. Garbage. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like I'm now living my life in fear of both my yeah. child and her fire safety tips and my wife and her composting things. <laughs> like, this is no way to live. No, it's not. Let me live. <laughs> Do kids still do like nature themed projects? Because I remember like it had to be like preschool or something. It was like a bird feeder thing. You'd make like the homemade bird feeder and then you had to write down what birds you see. Yeah. But like again, like all that stuff had to be, my parents had to be involved in something. Which ones are staying in your deck? (laughs) So there was a really fun project that my oldest brought home when she was in, like, kindergarten, first grade. Again, we're talking about the story out in Byron Burgeon. Uh, third graders, they did a whole unit on composting, and the kids look adorable. They're doing really hard work. They're doing it at the school. Mm. But Kimmy's right. This is one of these projects that bleeds into home. The kids are going to take all this composting stuff. They're going to go home to you, Mom and Dad, and be like, we have to do this. And you can't be a dick and be like, no. <laughs> so now you're being held hostage by your 7-, 8-year-old who says you have to do these things. Kimmy, you bring up the nature stuff. Yeah. My, They did this project where they took leaves in the fall. Yeah. And they had, like, 
like this clear paper that you can iron and it sticks they together. still do that? Yes, and you could make like, it was almost, Tommy, like stained glass windows, but with leaves. Oh, okay. okay. And it was like cool and it was like a sustainable art project that used nature. Wow. And my oldest at the time loved it. Mm. To the point where, like, every... She's now a leaf collector. Like, Kimmy, she's bringing leaves in the house, and I yeah. gotta keep buying this stupid paper. And, like, you have to iron it, but she can't do it. So, like, when she lays out the leaves that are ready, I have to get up from whatever I'm doing. And I must have done it, like, 70 times. Ironing leaves. And here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I hope my kids are still asleep. You you got, you got make a big deal mm. out of all the art things your kids do. Yeah. Right? And you gotta... Yeah, you gotta hold on to them forever. Okay. I don't care. Like once we hit the fifth leaf thing, yeah, you're it's, out. It's the same. It's the same thing. All right. It's not, gotta... I'm not impressed anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Like, and you're doing most of the work. I'm doing all the work. Right. Right. It would be like Picasso sitting back while some like you know 19 year old intern he had is painting stuff for him. I kind of hear he did that. <laughs> Bro, my wife saved every did she? single one of those and every art project my kids ever done. So my wife. My stepkids are now in their 30s. There's a whole, there's two bins. Yeah. Separated for the kids of all the stuff they ever did. All of it. And like, I get there's going to be a moment 10, 15 years from now Mm -hmm. where my wife and I sit down and we go through all this stuff. And And you'll do it once. Yep. And that's just it. Yeah. That's a lot of work and a lot of time and space. Yes. For... A 45-minute walk down memory lane. And by the way, half of that stuff starts to fall apart after about 10 years, even if you store it. So you'll start pulling up stuff that's just like falling apart as you're pulling it out of the box. Well, you find that when you do the, uh, every year when you go put the Christmas ornaments out, you lose another one that the kid made in like preschool Mm because it just starts to disintegrate, right? God. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and you're doing your kids a favor by throwing it away because like when they're adults... It means more to you than it does to them. Like, totally. I don't care about all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I know, like, eventually my parents are gonna be like, "Here, take your, take your bin of art mm-hmm. projects, and like, you could just throw it away, guys." So, like, my mother-in-law did this with my wife. She gave mm-hmm. her back all the stuff that she did, like, throughout yeah. kindergarten all the way up to high school. And I think my wife thought I wanted to look at it. Oh, that hadn't crossed my mind. Because it's just scribbling. Look at her stuff, stuff you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, look, this is what I was when I was a kid. So then my mm. wife's like, look, see, this is what my mom saved. And she, like, handed it to me. And I'm, like, making eye contact with her. We're, yeah, wow. Damn. You were, you see, you were going places <laughs> with this stuff here. <laughs> All right, so I guess the moral of the story is. What's that? You can kick, you can fight. But eventually your third grader will have ultimate <laughs> dominion over you. Mm-hmm. With the d- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A good project that bleeds yeah. out from school. The NFL's on Sunday. or The Super Bowl is on Sunday. They don't, they don't even bring it up. Can we talk about them advertising the Super Bowl yeah, real what's, quick? What's the point? I'm sorry. Like you're running TV It's going to go away if you don't watch. We're... <laughs> We're running mm. ads on our show yes. that will tell you the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Who are those for? <laughs> In case you forgot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that being said, on Sunday, you'll be able to sit down on your television, whether you have cable, whether you have rabbit ears, turn on CBS and watch the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But there are some folks, one man in this room included, mm-hmm. that are worried it's just a matter of time before that changes. Oh, yeah. If you choose to believe this man... Mm-hmm. I could put your mind at ease. Really? You're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock, 96.5 WCMF. So in the last few years, the NFL has moved hard towards exclusively streamed football games. So it started with the Amazon NFL Europe game. In fact, the Bills were one of the first teams. Were we the first team to be on an exclusively streamed game when they played Houston in London? Was that the first one? Um, It was one of the first if it wasn't the first. Yeah, because they just started, yeah. So then they moved from the European games, Mm -hmm. and this season you had the Peacock-only Bills-Chargers game. Last season, they started with the streaming-only Thursday night football games on Amazon. And this year, you had the first-ever streamed-only playoff game, the Dolphins-Chiefs wildcard game. And Tommy, Mm -hmm. as all of these things started happening, it led you down a scary road. Yep. What your fear was a couple of years from now. You, one day you're going to pay to watch the Super Bowl. Okay. It's going to go to a service. And exclusively. Somebody's st- going to pony up some big ass, biggest mm-hmm. number you can think of, okay. and they're going to own it. Well, the top man in the NFL says, Tommy. What, what is he saying? You're wrong. Roger Goodell, in his State of the NFL press conference this week, mm-hmm. said that as long as he's in charge, mm-hmm. there will not be an exclusively streaming Super Bowl. Quote, when asked... Certainly not in my time. Okay. All right. Do you believe him? Of course not. He's full of crap. (laughs) And all he's saying, as long as I am, which he probably knows it's coming, and I won't be around to stop it or care about it because I'll be retired. All right. Kimmy, do you believe Goodell that he will never move towards a streaming-only Super Bowl? Um, Yeah, I, I feel like we won't see that for a little while. If it happens. Give me a time period for both of you guys. Because, look, we know that technology moves very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know that the landscape of media changes very fast. But I, mean, I but I wonder, though, um, just advertising-wise, if if they lose a lot of advertising money switching to a streaming service or are well, limited. Because they'll have ads. Right, but it, may, ads. but it may be limited depending on who picks it up. I don't know. Yep. I, I'm just thinking, like, that could also affect that decision to... Put it on a streaming service. So Amazon runs ads during Thursday Night Football, and not just for Amazon stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they could sell advertising. But, Kimmy, you bring up a great question. The question that answers whether or not this happens is where is the most money and who is willing to pay the most for a Super Bowl presentation? So right now, Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl bounces back and forth between Fox, ABC, CBS, and NBC. And folks who say streaming is right around the corner. Mm Mm-hmm. Love to point to Amazon's $2 billion a year deal that got them access to one game a week as to why a streaming Super Bowl is inevitable. What gets left out... What's that? The four major networks, 
paid a total of $110 billion Ooh. for an 11-year deal that includes multiple Super Bowls for each other. But they also own their own streaming services. Yo, you're right. You're right. So they could just throw it on one of theirs. They could go Peacock, Paramount. Is uh, Paramount like Paramount? No, it's a, a new one. It's a new one. It's wait, wait. It's, a, it's an even high. It's a Paramount <laughs> yeah, network to yeah, Paramount. Yeah, yeah, it is. Grammar, dick. It's not grammar. That's pronunciation. <laughs> that's grammar. <laughs> it's words coming out. No, but okay. Let's go down that road. Let's say NBC has the Super Bowl, and they're going to put it exclusively on Peacock. Mm. I would think that would cost the money, not make the money, because you're now cutting away the amount of people who are going to watch it, which means advertisers are less likely to spend the $7 million for a 30-second ad they will on regular television. I just think eventually you know, they're going to pony up so much money that they'll get it, okay. and then they'll grow their audience. Like They know they'll take an initial hit. To get you used to like spending money to watch this, you're going to spend money to watch ads, which is what we're doing on Amazon. Right, About, we're doing a lot of these services. Can we do a quick sidebar? That drives me insane right. because Hulu and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You now most of the shows or movies mm-hmm. you watch, you have to watch ads in them. Unless you want to pay for a premium shelf. But right? I yeah, but I've been paying right. yeah, premium. All of a sudden they change. It. They raise the premium. So if they can do all that, if they can convince you to pay to watch commercials, which we've all now just kind of accepted. I have accepted I, it. I do not like it. But you watch it I and do, you pay but for I don't it. Like, I watch it, but I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's coming. I would, I, you know, you asked the time. I bet you within a decade, the Super Bowl moves to a streaming service. Because didn't they just, they, I just thought there was a deal yesterday where like they, there's another sports streaming service where it's like They've combined like Fox, ESPN, yes. Disney. So they all got together and they're going to bid on sports contracts together, which is funny because what they've invented mm. is cable. <laughs> yeah. That's what. Yeah, they just right, moved right, cable. Right. They just moved the cable. Yes, yeah. it's the same exact thing. It's cable on streaming. So now you'll have, by paying one fee for all of these things, it's have like a access bundle. Yeah, to all of these sports, which yeah. is what we've actually been asking for. Because mm-hmm. it's very frustrating as a sports fan. Like, I want to watch the Sabres. I want to watch the Bills, Mm -hmm. right? So I have to pay for like four different things to have access to all of the games that those are on. With this, maybe I don't anymore. Okay. So like, you know, they're going to make a – if they put the Super Bowl on, they'll kind of create a deal for you to entice you to buy it because then they'll give you all these these other services free for a year, right? Okay. But here's what I wonder with the Super Bowl because a lot of the time you're watching a Super Bowl, whether you're at a bar or you're with a group of people Mm – I don't know if a streaming service sees this as an opportunity to get a bunch of people to Ooh. sign up. I don't know how much I don't know if it's as many people as they think just based on the way you're watching the Super Bowl, whereas not everybody that's watching it is individually signing up for that. That's actually a great call. She's right. You're way more likely to watch a Bills game at home with yeah. your family than you are to watch a Super Bowl at home yeah. with right. your family. Too and much. I wonder if you also lose those fringe fans who you know they're not if they're not if they don't have a team invested. Are they going to go out of their way to get this service? Well, because that was the question with the streamed playoff game. Because yeah. if that was on, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, everyone's going to watch that game. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of legitimate football fans who didn't have any investment mm-hmm. in the Chiefs or the Dolphins that said, "Screw it, I'm not going to pay for yeah, Peacock." Yeah, two but five- this is a national holiday. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell this week in his State of the NFL press conference when asked if there will be an exclusively streamed Super Bowl said, and I quote, certainly not in my time. Tommy does not believe him. Now, I will say this. Goodell, after saying that, noted, Yeah, what do he do? Massive backflip? No, I'm about to tell into you. Into a split? I would watch that. And I would do the Philly dog off the stage? I would pay for Peacock if they had that as exclusive content. 
He noted that the average age of viewers for the Peacock games mm-hmm. were 10 years younger mm-hmm. than the average viewer age for an NFL game. And that's who they need to grow the sport, right? They yeah. need the younger they need your kids to be invested in this if it's going to grow. Yeah, but they're also trying to sell me Cialis, so like they want the older guys too. True, but you'll too. get the you'll get grandpa's boner. I don't want grandpa's boner. I want Everybody grandpa. gets grandpa's boner. On both sides of the boner ball. Okay. Look, man, you're a cynical dude, mm-hmm. and you love talking about the sky's falling back in my day. I'm not saying the sky's falling. The world is a scary place, and let me tell you why. But you're going to pay. Here's why you may not have to worry mm. for a very long time. As much money as companies like Amazon <clears throat> and Apple and those streaming services have, yeah, you have to wonder if they have broadcast the Super Bowl money. Because if you're, first of all, you have to pay for the rights to broadcast mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which they've never handed out alone. Yeah. It's always part of a package. So if Amazon paid $2 billion for a season of Thursday Night Football that nobody really likes, mm-hmm. what is it going to cost for, like you said, a holiday? Then you're not only paying for that. You're paying for the entire production. Yep. You're paying for talent. You have to run interviews all week. You have to be there to cover media day. You have to have independently produced shows leading up to the Super Bowl. Tommy... That could be a $50 billion expense for oh, yeah. one week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it worth it for Amazon or Apple to do? Could you make your money back? Because you're owning the, the biggest show on earth. It could cost you $30 billion to do it. I don't, I don't know what these companies are worth, but, I mean, these guys have enough disposable income to fly rockets around over our heads. Yeah, but maybe maybe he doesn't have Super Bowl money because he keeps flying rockets <laughs> over our heads. There's also the idea that the NFL has to protect its brand and its image. There are, Kim, you can attest you to this. You kind of lose control over that if you dish it off to a streaming service, right? So, I mean, the NFL would be able to keep, I'm sure there's a contract where they could say, we get to step right. in and stop mm-hmm. things. What I mean by that, Kimmy, is, and you can back me up on this, there have been a bunch of complaints in the first two years of the Amazon NFL deal about the presentations of the games from fans. Mm. One, they don't like some of the talent. Two, they think that the play-by-play from Al Michaels is terrible. Yeah. They think he just quit. And I don't know about your guys' experience, but there's been several times where I've watched an, a Thursday night football game, and it just starts buffering. And it's not my internet. Well, yeah. Oh, it's not? No. I it's, always thought it, was, it, had de- it depended on you know what you got going on at home. So I was, I was reading an article that said, depending on when you get in and watch that game, if there's too many people watching it, that uh, could be the reason. Uh, it's well, yeah, right, so I mean, we've seen things like that shut down because <clears throat> of uh, you know user, like the the users going up. So think about this, Tommy. What's that? If a, thank you, Kimmy. If a Thursday night football game that ninety mm. percent of America doesn't care about has too many people watching it, where it's going to slow down. Mm. What's going to happen for the effing Super Bowl? Oh, boy. So I also have another prediction. Oh, here we go. Because everything's for sale, right? Sure. Everything's for sale. Okay. Everybody's got a price. Everybody, tell you, you, know, you make these things be like like religious institutions, but they're not. They're, okay. just, they're just business. Well, even religious institutions have a price. Yeah, they, they, you, could, you could buy some. I think eventually you're going to start seeing leagues being privately owned. Hmm. Like they'll come in like they did with the PGA and go, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with you. I'm just going to buy you. Hmm. Here's your money. Go away. It's interesting. Because they did it to the PGA. Yeah. They're kind of doing it now with Formula One, and they're inching towards soccer where they're just going to buy it, and they have the money. Man. But you still get your game. Yeah, but you would have to Like, buy- in the end, you don't really care. All you want to do is watch the game and see the funny stories, right? Oh, no. There are some things where I think would be, at least personally for me, would be a bridge too far. I love football. Oh, your mic's off. Did they just watch your mic? I think I think eventually they will be privately owned by like some big streaming service will own the NFL and 
That's who runs the NFL now. Okay. I need you to like think Kidell. through think through this with me. Not on my watch. No, no, no. Think through this <laughs> with me. Like the I, I look, I don't think that's a crazy no, it is a crazy thing to say, but I get why your old man brain would go that way. Yeah, but if I went to Roger Goodell twenty years ago, you think he'll ever be gambling and running the NFL? Hell no. Sure, sure, sure. The integrity of the game. Sure. We can never have this this sanctity. <laughs> and they completely bent over for gambling. Can you do me a favor? Could you Google the uh Value of the Dallas Cowboys right now. Thank you. Probably six billion, seven billion. Oh, bro, I think it's closer to like twenty billion. Chunk maybe change. fifty. Bro, billion. that's that's jet fuel for one flight for Bezos. Nine billion. So we were both close. <laughs> the point I'm making mm. is you have 32 NFL teams that range in value from three million and nine billion mm. or three billion and nine billion dollars. Yeah. You would have to individually buy out mm. each one of those owners to own the league because Goodell doesn't run the league. No, he's the p answers to the, like the spokesperson. Owners. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you would have to have someone. If we mm. do some quick math, let's say it averages out to five billion dollars per team. Mm. Someone that has five times ten, a hundred and fifty billion dollars. Mm. To simply buy the teams, and that doesn't cost count the cost of operating the NFL. But I just said well, there's two companies right now that are on the verge of being worth a trillion dollars. So you're going to just flip that company and buy an NFL? No, they could buy it on a side. That's side money for a trillion dollar company. <laughs> side money, man. It's only fifteen uh, percent of you, what that is. And you'll get your games, <laughs> man. They'll just be a little, right little different. Like for every penalty, they're going to cut your hands off. Yes. <laughs> The Tehran Bowl. <laughs> 252 WCMF. Uh, let's talk to Joe. Hey, Joe, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. Duffy, the reason streaming will work is because the degenerative gambler outweighs your normal Joe 8 to 1 problem. Okay, so it's funny you bring that up. Your numbers are uh, wrong. So I just saw a study yesterday that said 4 in 10 Americans say they've bet on a sporting event this year. Now, keep in mind, legally, you're only allowed to do it in a handful of states. But, Joe, let's say that every one of those 4 in 10 Americans wants to be a part of this streaming service. They also lap over into football fans that would pay for the game anyway. I think you're underestimating how many degenerate gamblers there are that will pay for anything. But if they've got money out of game stuff, the biggest thing to them is being able to sit in front of that TV and watch it. I don't know, man. Like You're underestimating degenerate gamblers who will just gamble on watching a score on ESPN because I've done that before. <laughs> I've done that before. I got a buddy that would gamble on overnight Australian surfing that he had never he watched doing? once in his life. Not good, Tommy. <laughs> Not good. The thing is, Duffy, when you're watching the game, though, you have access now to bet every play. No, you're right. Look, I could be wrong. So I'm not saying. Like, I'm not saying it definitely doesn't. That, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. It was like a, like a nonstop gambling five hours. I mean, and everybody wants to be in front of their television set. No, it's fun, and I'm not saying this oh, won't ever happen. I'm saying that there are way more roadblocks to it than people believe. It's not as easy as Apple oh, or sure. Amazon being like, "I'll buy it now." Now I would like the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, please. You take that. You take the Super Bowl away from a gambler. They put in the fat kid at Willie Walker's Chocolate Factory. Tell him he can't have any candy. And we saw how that worked out. That one kid got stuck in the tube. Oh, my God, that poor thing. Joe, exactly. Thanks for the call. Bless have a good heart. rest of the day. Yeah. We went from streaming Super Bowls to murdering fat German kids. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This crime is a bit of a head-scratcher. Oh. Because at first glance, you'd think this was the work of multiple people. However, there's only one man mentioned as a suspect. Wow. They've only made one arrest. And it leads us to wonder if What's he's that? guilty. Mm-hmm. How and why did he allegedly pull this off? Can't wait to hear. You're hanging out in the break room, Rochester's Classic Rock, 96.5. WCMF, Tommy, this story comes just east of us from Wolken. I am a Wolken. State police were called all the way back in October for reports of a theft from a business. This business was missing two delivery trucks. <laughs> Damn. Two. Okay. Two. Right. So the good news. Right. The two trucks were later found abandoned, so okay. they got the trucks back. The bad news, yeah. one of them had extensive damage mm. due to a crash. $12,000 worth. That seems right. like it's total, but okay. Uh, well, who knows? Yeah. So after an investigation, mm. police zeroed in on a 33-year-old man who used to live in the area. And this is where the story gets a little funny. Mm. The man agreed to surrender to police at the McDonald's in Henrietta. Oh. Okay. Did they follow him there? So that's what's not clear. It doesn't say if they found him there. Yeah. It doesn't say if that's the day where, where they determined that would be the meeting spot was yeah. to turn himself in. Like he wanted a burger and fries before <laughs> yeah. he got yeah, locked up. Do you think up? he ate his meal first? I would. Like, yeah, you get there 30 minutes before you yeah. get a Big Mac and then you surrender. Mm-hmm. And it's also strange that this man was in Henrietta when the alleged crime happened all the way out in Wolcott. Yeah, that's, a, that's quite a hike. Anywho, uh, the man was arrested at the McDonald's, charged with a bunch of stuff, the most severe being felony grand larceny. But here's the strange thing, Tommy. What's up? He's the only suspect and the only man being charged Mm. in the crime, meaning if the allegations are true, he stole two delivery trucks Mm. in the same night. And didn't even keep them. No. Well, I'm guessing he, if I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. steals that first truck. Got it. Mm -hmm. Wipes out. Sure, sure, sure. Damn it. Walks Don't back. Need me another goddamn delivery truck. It's weird he's from Alabama. <laughs> well, you know, it's a Wolcott way out that way. So he, <laughs> so he, you know, he beats feet back to the store, grabs the second one, I'm guessing is what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But then he also abandoned that one. Okay, right. did they say, like, was that wasn't damaged at all? No, or? the second one, there's nothing about damage. Just mm. abandoned. And right. even more strange... There's nothing about missing property from either of the trucks. So they weren't loaded with product. No, there's, so no, there's no charges indicating that he took this thing. So outside of taking a joyride in mm-hmm. two cars, one after he smashed the other one, according to police, there wouldn't be a reason for this man to take a so, single truck. Just being a jackass yeah. in a truck. At, Did it because he could. Uh, okay. Mm. Twice in the same night. Sir, did you say how far away they were found? Uh, do, we do not have that okay. information. I am no curious. Kid. He's no. 33. Yeah, yeah, like, I know there are going to be people that call up and go, you know, people steal cars and joyride all the time. We saw it with Kias and Hyundais. Yeah, but... but, but 33. 
Yeah, every one of those stories is a teenage kid. Right. This is a 30-something-year-old man mm-hmm. accused of these crimes. Past that. Yeah. Also doesn't say much for the security of this business. Yeah, the fact that you could get in and start them up and go. The Twice only- in the same night. <clears throat> Time apart. Yeah. Right? The only thing that came to my mind in situations like these, especially a former employee, but you would think it would say that if yeah. that was the case. And even if you are a former employee, it still doesn't give you much of a motive to yeah. steal the car. You have Unless access I... to the keys or you know how to hotwire yeah. this thing. Yeah. 252-WCMF, 252-9263. Does anybody have any idea talking about this man out in Walcott back in October accused of stealing two separate delivery trucks from a business that says he smashed one up. He must have gone back and got Mm -hmm. the other one after he did that. He's been arrested, finally, uh, charged with a whole bunch of stuff involving. Also, when it comes to the security of this business, if the allegations are true, there was enough time where they didn't notice the first truck had been stolen. He allegedly got into an accident Somehow managed to make his way back to the business, yeah. steal another truck, mm-hmm. abandon that truck, and they didn't notice until it sounds like the next day, and he was able to stay on the run for three whole months. Right. Mm-hmm. Three whole months. <laughs> Is this the greatest criminal of all time? Yeah, because he almost could have gotten away with this. Yeah. If he would have split. If it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> I guess, like, if you came to work and you saw one of the trucks was missing, you might think it's out on a run or something. Well, no, I mean, I would assume that they came to work the next day, they saw the two trucks missing, and that's when they realized they had been ripped off. I just assumed that all businesses like this, Mm. and we don't know what type of business it is, have security cameras or an alarm that would go off Mm -hmm. when there's somebody walking around, unless it's a 24-7 business, in which case, hey, employees, what are you doing not noticing that guy stole two trucks in one night? Yeah, that's true. I don't understand. Mm Mm-hmm. And like going back to this guy, it says that he at one point lived in Walcott, but he's now homeless in the Monroe County area. Yeah. Wait. Bef- wait, hold on. So, so he was so homeless. Those- That's before they found him he or was, locked him up. He was a homeless guy? Yeah, he was living in Walcott. And the story says that he's been bouncing around Monroe County homeless. homeless. Okay. Now, I mean, homeless can mean a bunch of different things. He could be couch surfing and doesn't have an address. He could be sleeping under a bridge anywhere in and between. And at a shelter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- if you have the opportunity to take something where you could like Live sleep in and it. get around, yeah. right? You or think, leave town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, could, mm-hmm. yeah. You, you would spend do that. a little more time in that vehicle. Yeah, throw a little mattress back there. Make it cozy. Like every detail we get about this story doesn't give us any answers. It just leads to more mm. massive questions. Yes, I, I, I wouldn't even know how. Like, if you don't have a key to this truck, mm-hmm. you would also also know how to start a truck with no key. Which means he's got that knowledge. Unless they had the key in the car. So we've had we have seen stories of like Yeah, they leave the key in the vehicle. Construction companies especially. Remember, like we were talking about heavy equipment mm. and a bunch of guys that worked on it called up and said, A, sometimes you don't need a key. B, a lot of the times if different guys are working on it, they'll leave a key in a specific spot okay. where you can get it and take it. Now don't use that information okay, for bad. Let's uh, stop doing that. <laughs> And, like, it's a small town, which makes it even more strange. Like, yeah. Wolcott is a postage stamp. Oh, yeah. You would think a delivery... Quaint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would think a delivery truck getting in an accident in the Wolcott area would be enough to wake people up yeah. to call the cops. Mm-hmm. Yet, even if that did happen, the man crashed the truck, according to police, then somehow managed to make his way back to the business, steal the other truck, abandon that... And nobody drove by. But or he's also or be, if they did, they weren't able to find the guy after it was over. He's got to be in a bunch of ring cams and trail cams. I'm guessing, like, walking back. They like, crash yeah. it, walking back to the business. Yeah. Right, can I ask you a question? Uh, right? Like, all right. 
I've never driven a delivery truck before, mm. so it could be harder than it looks. Right? Yeah. I can't even drive stick. Don't tell anybody. Right. I'm well, very they're probably automatics by now. Right? I don't know. No, like you got most things are automatic now. You got to have someone tough driving those delivery trucks, and if you make it automatic, that ain't a tough guy. All right. I need someone to talk. I, I like think this. even semis are now are like automatic. No, they got semi-automatics. The new ones, yeah. Do you hear what you just said, you idiot? Semi-automatic. I got me a semi-automatic. <laughs> I think most of them eighteen wheelers now. The new ones, I think those are just all automatic. I've never seen an automatic truck like a like a like a. I'm saying the new ones are probably there's no standards anymore. Two five two to be seen. If you're telling me there's like a long haul trucker that's driving a, an automatic truck, yeah. Be a lot easier now. What are you doing with your other hand? What do you think? Well, no, they were doing Anything you want, son. They were twice do- on Sunday. <laughs> Not on the Lord's Day. <laughs> 252 WCMF 252 Let's talk to Ben. Hey, Ben, what's up, buddy? How much? How are you guys feeling? Good, buddy. Uh, that was almost horrible timing. Um, so, a couple things. Um, my younger brother, who works down towards Philly, he drives a dump truck that's an automatic. So automatic dump. <laughs> Just like exactly. his brother's mouth. <laughs> uh, second, it could be because I know uh, out in the country, the, the they're pretty lax with like taking the keys out of stuff. So maybe it, it was already unlocked. He just jumped in, started it, and went. All right, so this could be small town syndrome. I don't think it'll ever happen to me. And then... try that in a small town. Well, yeah, there yeah. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't try it. Well, here it comes again. <laughs> The, the last thing, if I was this dude and it was three months later, probably even after like maybe a couple weeks, I'd be like, oh, I got away with it. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. And like what's yeah. even more strange about the story, again, it says that he's been homeless in Monroe County. Mm. How did the police get a hold of him? To let Find him, him yeah, yeah. To let him know, hey, we need you to turn yourself in. And if they did just happen to stumble upon him at this McDonald's in Henrietta, yeah. how good are these cops where they recognize the suspect that may have stolen two trucks from a business three months ago? Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, all right, Ben. Uh, I don't have the heart to hurt no, you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no tongue burn. What? I don't know, man. You didn't impress me today. I need motivation. You just didn't give it to me. <laughs> okay. I need you to come in I'm better sorry. next time. All right. All right. Good call, Ben. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah, you know, we can't do all the work. No. You guys got to carry your. It's just meet us halfway. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we got Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF or the Breakroom Facebook page. Uh, this comes in from Eric. Eric says, "What you guys don't know is how insecure." I think he means, un, un, is insecure the word he's looking for? Uh, lack un, of security. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> workplaces with delivery trucks are. A lot of times they will leave the keys in the car because multiple guys drive those trucks. The places I went to had barbed wire fences around them to help, but if you can manage to get over that fence, you could drive the truck through the fence. All right. You got to really want a truck. You don't I, really want I, a truck? I'm crawling through barbed wire. Get me a truck. 252 WCMF 252-9263. I mean, maybe this is more common than we think. Dave's on CMF. Hey, Dave, what's up, buddy? Hey. Hey. Um, I was just wondering if you guys might have had the uh, truck stolen from the wrong location. What do you mean? Because uh, we had two of our trucks stolen in uh, Clyde. Was this uh, back in October? Yep. No kidding. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm just going off what I got in the story here. So, like, okay, without saying the name of the business, if it, like, when whether or not it's the same story, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Were you surprised when you got to work and found out that both of those trucks had been stolen, or is this something like, oh, I could see how someone would do that? Um, I'm so surprised. You do sound surprised. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, thanks. All right. Dave, great call, buddy. Thanks for, thanks for the call. Have a good rest of the day. I mean, if it was the place and we yeah. had asked, like, how do the employees not notice? 
think we figured it out. Stole from Clyde, drove all the way to Savannah. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.